Welcome to the Joe Lies Down podcast. My name is Joe, and I'm lying down because I am here shooting the breeze with one of the most fly brothers I have uh, ever had the privilege of setting my beautiful eyes upon. Oh, wow. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is Kyson Barlow. Uh, you can see him if you're watching the video. If not, then you're just hearing his, his I don't know where I was going with that, his amazing voice. Thank you, Joe, for having me. You're welcome, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, What's Kyson, up, everybody? For those of you who don't know Kyson, he's, a, uh, he's an artiste <laughs> in every sense of the word. He is a, a graphic designer. Yeah. You graduated in graphic design, is that correct? Yeah, I, uh, so I went to MTech um, from 2018 of October to basically October of 2019. So You finished school, and that is one thing that you can say that I can't, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dude, school is overrated. I went to a trade school, you know? I was originally going to go to, like, a UVU, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I heard that they had... Like they had a graphic design program, but I just looked at the tuition and just my funds, and I was just like, you know what, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like I can't cover it. But then, like my dad told me about MTech, it was literally like less than like one semester that I would be paying at UVU for yeah. bull crap classes that I couldn't get into. Yeah, and you get like a certificate. So I have like a certificate now that says like graduated in digital media, which is what it's for. Very fancy. You are also a guitarist, a pretty awesome rock guitarist, <laughs> um, a connoisseur of rock music. Uh, would you say? I, I would say so. You know, I'm, I do it more as like a release to like relax and to yeah. help me, I guess like cope with some things. Like it's more been like an outlet than anything. You know, mm. I'm not really pursuing anything as like a career in music yeah but that doesn't mean i wouldn't like to collab with one of the greatest minds that is joseph oh, balanzadeke you on, know dude. stick man right here <laughs> uh, thank you i appreciate that i appreciate it. i mean you're right i'm definitely a genius but i try to be humble full disclosure kaisen here he's been one of my best friends for like a long time now right. since since high school right we met right. sophomore year sophomore, year. sophomore I, year i remember distinctly i was like sitting pizza right no, it was actually before that. I don't think like we really talked before then. Like yeah. we talked a little bit. But I remember like when I first met you, it was at lunch. I know one who time. you were. Yeah, yeah, it was at lunch, and um, I was sitting like with Jaden, and you were sitting there as well, like with him. And he's like, mm -hmm. "Oh, by the way, this is Joe," and Joe was kind of like quiet, you know, like yeah. when I first like met him, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, like he he's cool, like, he seems nice, right?" But then, like as the story unravels, I realized that this guy. First off, I have to thank him because if it wasn't for him, I would never listen to Linkin Park. Oh, well, you're welcome. I know. Like, it was like almost as important as knowing the gospel, you know? That's so it's just like, very you don't true. know Linkin Park. Like, you're going to be set on a very dark and lonely very path. Very dark and lonely path. <laughs> yeah. Unless you listen to this dark and lonely music. Because, like, I told him, like, yeah, yeah, I know, like, what I've done, you know? Yeah, and, like, that's, that's basic. And, and then, like, Joe's like, so you don't know, like, Faint or, like, one step closer? I'm like, what's that <laughs> i go there i'm like joe have you heard this and just like yeah i've heard this for a very long time we got to become pretty good friends along i mean throughout the years uh more so after high school i think uh, funny yeah. enough because i hung out more with Jaden. yeah back then and, and we just live so far apart yeah you you eagle mountain and i was in saratoga yeah. which are two neighboring towns for those of, of the uninitiated <laughs> 
which is most of you <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it, it takes someone very regional to understand what we're talking about. Right, yeah. Kaisen is like one of the coolest dudes I know. That's why I'm having him on the podcast. He is super outgoing. He is super uh, positive a lot of the time, just like uh, just a hard worker and, and uh, just a, a smiling face. And I, I, I always appreciate him because of that, because I can be pretty serious sometimes, um, kind of just somber and like stuck in my own head. And, but Kaisen is always just like, yeah, guys, it's going to be awesome. It was going to be great. Like, we just got to we just got to get stuff done. So with you, I know that rock music means a lot to you. And that's a form of creativity as music. A lot of people seem to look at art and entertainment and take it at face value. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do they get that wrong? Like, how is it more than just what it seems on the outset? So one thing that I realized um, is that, well, I guess just keeping it to music because like my thoughts on this is like very, it's very broad. Yeah. You know, it's a very broad topic. And universal topic actually but just keeping it with music though is that um there's a lot of stigmas in music in general you know like you have like rock you have like people have like their opinions about rock they have their opinions about yeah. it tends to be a very territorial thing yeah and the thing is that what's sad is is that so many people just listen to the stigma yeah. of like that certain genre and like a lot of my like growing up, like I'm a very '90s dad rock kind of guy. So yeah. I, like, little background is that, like, when I was like two, like my dad would turn on Rolling Stones, and I would, in my broken baby English, would be like, "Ain't got no, that is action," you know, <laughs> like, um, and I was like, raised like on ACDC, like Ozzy Osbourne. That does not surprise me. In yeah, the like slightest. And my uncle, um, Dan, my uncle who passed away like years ago, um, who's one of my biggest heroes of all time, he's the one that kind of got me into more of like the heavier stuff, stuff like Tool and like especially Rob Zombie. Like I was probably like, the only like five year old that had listened to Rob Zombie, you know, while everybody else was like probably. listening to like Backstreet Boys and like Kids Bop, you know. One thing that I realized um, is that. With these, like, I kind of stuck to my own genre, you know, like, kind of just, like, my kind of rock and, like, yeah. my kind of music in general. And what I realized is, like, the ones that I did go to, they weren't, they weren't very uplifting. They were always very dark and whatnot. Yeah. And my dad kind of sat me down and he says, like, look, you got to be careful with the stuff that you do. Because whether people want to admit it or not, music is a huge influence and whatnot. Yeah. I'm not saying like that music turns people into serial killers or makes like, no video insane. games does guys. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go into that. But anyway, um, basically like my dad sat me down and he's like, look, um, you shouldn't like limit yourself to like, just listen to one thing, like try out some other things. Mm -hmm. And what thing I learned is like that you got to like go out and explore or, mm -hmm. and get a taste of that kind of like genre. Yeah. So, like, I went out and I started listening to more classical stuff like Led Zeppelin, and I actually ended up craving it. I even went into, like, more soft acoustic stuff like Jack Johnson and uh, a little bit of John Mayer, you know? Yeah. Like, just a little bit of that. Um, that kind of more folky stuff. More folky stuff. But also, I listened to, like, some, like, hip-hop stuff. Like, I got into, like, the Black Eyed Peas, you know? I know I'm white, but, um, <laughs> um, like, Eminem. For those of you who 
aren't benefiting from the video. He is, in fact, white. I'm very pale. Yes, he is I shockingly am. Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> surprisingly, right? But, um, um, and especially, like, it's kind of funny because, like, recently after, like, over this past year, I've gotten more into kind of, like, the hardcore scene, like, yeah. and, like, like, uh, almost, like, metal side. Like, it's kind of been awoken. Like, I'm getting, like, more into, like, stuff like, uh, like, Beartooth or, like, A Day to Remember. Um, a little bit of Fit for a King, Ice Nine Kills, a lot more screamy stuff. But the thing is, like, I always had the stigma, like, oh, it's nothing but screaming, it's bad music. Like, it's nothing but cursing and whatnot. Yeah. That's not the case at all. I've been to, like, so many concerts over the past two years than I have in my entire life. Yeah. And these are some of the most humble, some of the most nice people I've ever seen in my entire life. For those of you who don't know, Joe, uh, has a camera that's, like, looking at me. And every 10 minutes, it turns off. Yeah. Uh, and so. it's actually not mine. It's Ulysses's. So blame oh, him. Oh, so it's his brother's. So blame it on him. I think that means it's on again. Okay. <laughs> if not, we'll, well. I think the battery's dying, but hopefully it lasts. Basically, what I have found when it comes to creativity, you have to be willing to explore. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable. And I don't mean like necessarily make things that like make you hyperventilate or stuff like that. But I mean, like, go outside your comfort zone because you might find hidden gems that you really, really enjoy. Yeah. And that comes with all art, not just music. Something that I think a lot of people tend to get wrong about art and expression is that if it's in any way negative, then it must be bad. Yes. Or it must be, it, it must not be good for you if it is in any way negative, which... I don't believe to be the case. I know you don't believe to be the case. Right. Um, how do you reconcile something that is negative, though? Like, how does that actually, how do you find the positive in something that might seem on the outset dark or grim or horrific? I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I've been dying to, like, just express my thoughts about this. Is because, um, especially in, like, metal music, um, it's very hard to be mainstream and to appeal to the masses. Yeah. Which makes sense. It, it can be hard to swallow. Like, uh, I know, at least for me, when I first heard Screamo, it, it was kind of hard to listen to. I, I don't think it's something that naturally a lot of people just um, right. gravitate towards. But continue. With that kind of music I, that I have found, um, is that it takes, like, it's very relatable to people who have been to a dark place. That's why yeah. I think what people like what draws people to that music is because like as sad as it may seem sometimes like the happy stuff it's so hard to it's hard to break through that emotional barrier like when you are so down in the depths. Yeah. You just need to find someone or something that kind of feels the same something way. Something that's more on your level. Exactly. Like, relatable. Yeah, like one of my favorite um, artist of all time is Corey Taylor, and he's the vocalist for Slipknot and Stone Sour. Yes, sir. And he's one of the most intellectual and genuine people I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I've read his biography. I've seen him, like in like, like on the show called The Therapist, where he goes into his childhood. And I'm surprised that this guy hasn't gone like on a genocidal rampage. Like, yeah. well, he kind of has in the metal world, like when he's in his mask and whatnot. But, um. The thing is, though, is that he goes to the darkness, but he doesn't stay there. He's yeah. saying, like, hey, like, life is hard, and you can't be happy all the time. Like, I'm flattered you say that. I'm very optimistic. Yeah. But, not, but 
that's not to say that there are times where I am very down the desk, where I am very melancholy and where my life seems like one giant void of like darkness and and agony sometimes. Yeah. And what you have to realize is that you can't deny like when you're in those moments, the last thing that you can do is deny that the darkness is there. You yeah. cannot deny that there is something wrong. You have to be honest about it. You have to be honest, absolutely. And the thing is, is like when you find art, like whether it's movies or whether it's music or whether it's an art person, like if it's like a subject matter of like hopelessness, it can actually like help you like realize like, wow, there's somebody out there that feels the same way as yeah. me. And then you look at them and their life is not completely darkness, but they've had that, mm -hmm. you know? One of the examples for me is like, like one of the songs that I've listened to, that's one of my all time favorites, it's called Down in a Hole by Allison Chains. And the singer of that, I'm a huge music fan, by the way. So you're gonna hear like a lot of like references to like art. We couldn't tell. We couldn't so, tell at all. so I apologize in advance, but Lane Staley, who was the singer at the time, he was, when the song was being written, he was going through a heroin addiction. Yeah. And that entire album, and like the dirt album is all about him overcoming his addiction to heroin and how it makes him feel and it's very depressing it, yeah. but it's a masterpiece one of the phrases is like um down in a hole and i don't know if i can be saved see my heart how i decorate it like a grave and then it says down in a hole feeling so small down in a hole losing control i want to fly but my wings are bent so denied wow and so it takes you to a dark place, but at the same time, it helps the listener out who's going through that same thing. It's just like, you know what? We, I just need validation for how I feel. Yeah. Because how annoying is it like when, like when people are like, like when you're feeling insecure, like when you're feeling sad about yourself? Yeah. Like, and you've mentioned this in like your podcast before, like about like how like people are like, oh, are you okay? And they kind of like pity you. Doesn't yeah. that just like drive you nuts? Oh, yeah. Like it totally does. And it's not just you. It's just everybody else who's feeling down. Just like, oh, like they don't listen. They just say, like, oh, just keep your head up. It'll be okay. Like yeah. a religious thing. Like, oh, it's all right. God still loves you. Like, it's okay. It's just like, you know what? We need to listen to each other because we need to say like, look, I'm in a dark place and that's okay. What matters though is like whether you stay in that dark place or not so do you think art can be a way for us to listen to each other like perhaps if an artist is talking about something that you don't even necessarily relate to but it talks about a situation that is real maybe you can then discover something new about uh what's going on in the world or about other people's trials maybe then you can become a little more empathetic oh absolutely so because like half the stuff that i listen to um sometimes it doesn't pertain to me like a lot of the stuff that i've been listening to lately um has to deal with people who have mental illness mm -hmm. and mental and i just want to say like, that mental illness is a real issue and it's a real um phenomenon and it's something that we we really really need to pay more attention to talk about it more yeah. We absolutely do, because I've had friends and I've had relationships like that with people who do have mental illness, mm -hmm. and it's super 
it's heartbreaking sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when I listen to, like, music of, like, music with, from artists who do have mental illness, it kind of takes me and puts me in their shoes. So I kind of know to a degree how they're feeling because I will never know, like, how somebody truly feels if they have mental illness. Yeah. Like, if they're going through depression or anxiety and whatnot. But I can know to a degree from somebody who does, who is going through it. Yeah. And that, in turn, helps me listen to them a lot more and it's just like okay like that's like why i'm not like hey let me fix your problems like tell me how you're feeling like like i'm here to listen to you we can only tackle problems when we have addressed them right exactly and you can't fully like fix someone else like 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 at the end of the day our problems like we can reach out and i think we should reach out to people who can be a support system but at the end of the day like no one else can fix your problems all for you like that's something that you kind of just gotta you gotta resolve oh you gotta do it absolutely like you can't be like somebody else like it has to be your decisions exactly because sometimes like mental illness it kind of like deals with like an almost like an addict i'm not saying that they're addicted to anything yeah but it's something that's within themselves and it's mentality of like if they don't want to get better nobody else can force them to get better yeah like it has to be your own you know yeah and i'm a very like religious guy and it's kind of like a testimony almost you know yeah and like like whatever it is like you can't base your beliefs off somebody else's conviction no you have to do it for you you have to have your own conversion and it's the same with mental illness, it's the same with creativity, it's the same with religion, it's the same with anything. So it, anything like that you do or that you support, it has to come from you. Because um, dishonesty catches up to you eventually. Mm-hmm. Like you can only be, you can only BS yourself for so long. Um, it, it takes, it takes its toll. I'm gonna check the camera again. Yeah. It's really cool though to see like, different like stories though like from people who have gone through uh like some trials of their own like when it does come to like mental illness or like when it does come to like being in the darkness it's like i love reading stories about that especially like when it's a very unorthodox way that they got themselves out of it you know like i don't know like i heard like that there's this like one form of therapy that this one guy did and something that i actually started doing is that like um he was told by his therapist he says like well with your anxiety and your depression and like your ocd or whatnot you need to give him faces that aren't your own because so many times like according to like, these studies is like that people with those disorders they associate with them yeah. so he says give him a face and so he gives him a blank piece of paper and he gives each of his disorders a face and so i did it with mine and i came up with some really creepy crap you know yeah i bet you did (laughs) yeah kaisen also draws pretty well actually you tend to lean more towards that more edgy like kind of horrific uh, oh yeah i'm a a horror movie like like could we unpack that for a bit not not to be your therapist oh no 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 i love to talk (laughs) why why do you think you get drawn to that so much is it because uh, of the darkness you deal with in your own life or is it another reason that maybe uh, uh, people don't consider so that's a bunch of things it's not necessarily like um i would say like the darkness for me like um the darkness that like helps me cope 
that comes from music. What comes from uh the horror movie, that leans actually more towards like creativity. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but some like like the early like movies of like horror, like Nightmare on Elm Street or like The Thing, like anything from like John Carpenter or like uh like um I guess like uh Cloverfield well not necessarily Cloverfield, but anything like just like the ideas in horror movies. It. Like it yeah, like these cool ideas like oh yeah there's this monster that morphs into anything that you're afraid of that's so cool and like when they like find a way to like help bring it to life that gets me giddy because yeah. like i was like the thing is is that it also makes me feel sort of like unique mm-hmm. at the same time because like i find beauty in it almost in a yeah. sense because it's like it's um another form of expression like um because, like, in the early days, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, the first Night of the Living Dead, like, the black and white one, yeah. those films were actually made for protests. So, really? Yeah, so the Night of the Living Dead was made during the Vietnam War, and the zombies, like, the they weren't officially called zombies yet, but the living dead were um, talking about how they were basically under the control of, like, the power, you know, about the government, okay. and how they were mindless drones, just forced to yeah. eat, kill, repeat. And mm-hmm. spread, and so it was a, it was a propaganda and uh, protests against like, um, blindly following your leaders because then you're basically just living dead. And that to me, that is so cool, like, yeah. and especially like the way, like, not just from that point, but also like makeup and like the way that they make things look. The execution of it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like it's. You watched James Adrian's, I can tell. <laughs> yeah that's right dead meat podcast shout oh out to james gosh, agent niece oh, i know you're dude. watching yeah Bye-bye. dude dead meat man i love that stuff there is a stigma against these darker genres whether that's in music or movies or books or whatever yeah um whether that's horror or horror core there tends to be this this um this assumption that the people uh, who love these genres or who are involved in these genres must be some you know messed up in the head or must be um, to a degree, I secret, guess. <laughs> secretly like serial killers or, or something yeah. else. I found the opposite to be true when I, when you actually delve into these communities. Like mm-hmm. a lot of metal communities and a lot of um, <clears throat> the horror film community, they tend to be like the most like kind, um, just uh, well-knit community that, that I've ever seen. Really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? So I think like that there's almost like a brotherhood or there's almost like a uh, camaraderie. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's definitely a uh, a sense of family and a sense of belonging. Do you think part of that is because uh, of they're kind of the underdog, like they have to band together? Oh, because... absolutely. Like um, it's definitely harkening back to the misfit or yeah. the losers, you know, very fitting of like Stephen King's it like how they call like the kids the group of kids in there that's being tormented by this entity it's called the losers club yeah and it's kind of like they're taking like this name that they've been given and making it stand for something different something better they're making something of it. it's like yeah we are losers what of it like uh-huh. it's like we have we have each other like we're banding together we found peace we found happiness one thing that kind of like makes me like sad we become so judgmental as a society yeah. where anybody who's different, um, like they do get like 
discriminated against, like whether that's intentional or not intentional. Mm-hmm. And it makes us scared to create. It makes us scared to be ourselves. It makes us scared to really express what we are feeling. Yeah. And that to me is one of the biggest travesties of all time. Because yeah. like this is our life. You only get one life, okay? And you deserve every single like happiness that you can bring it towards. You have the ability to tether and stitch the chapters of your life as well as you damn well please. Yeah. Like it's your life and you deserve to show like where it goes. I've always found there to be a and you'll definitely agree with this. There's a, a beauty in the kind of uh the unorthodox. Mm-hmm. There's like a beauty in kind of stitching together this Frankenstein's monster of something. Yeah. And, make, and making it work. Um, which is I think where these uh darker genres come from. Like the the beauty in the horror or the beauty in the darkness. Um where was I going with this? <laughs> well it's almost kind of like now that you say that, maybe this will help reinvent it, but it's almost like Bohemian Rhapsody, the song by Queen, how it's taking a bunch of elements that don't work together, but they make it turn into something beautiful. Yeah. You know, like, at the time, like they were like, what, an operatic section in a rock song? Like, yeah. what? Like, there's, like, multiple That, that voice was a tracks, crazy idea. You know, like, it was a crazy idea. And I find that, in, that element of... um of unorthodox genius in horror movies almost taking something that's yeah. not meant to be there and making it work yeah. you know yeah and it's it's kind of like cool it's very it's very intriguing and that's like it kind of goes into that uncanny valley you know yeah like where it's just like do i like it do i hate it am i intrigued by it? am i disturbed by it yeah but either way it makes you like i want to know more i think there's something very honest about that something because uh, and and this might be a little far uh, far-fetched but what i'm thinking is when it comes to people who love genres like these maybe they tend to be kind of the more uh, open-minded people because you kind of have to be open-minded to be able to accept the 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 darker parts mm. of of life mm. not necessarily that you have to love them or experience them for that matter yeah yeah you, know, you don't have to go through like depression or like or a heroin or like uh, an addiction, addiction in order to know that it's bad but it's just like you i feel like that i've come to like see like that those kinds of people but do you, are like seeing the bigger picture yeah do do you think there is something healthy then about uh, about um embracing that sort of darkness like not necessarily letting it consume you but rather acknowledging ex- acknowledging it and um becoming acquainted with it so that you can more honestly what are you looking at oh no i was just like looking at like sorry sorry <laughs> joe 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 has penguins on his pillows and penguins are like my favorite animal oh, so I'm sorry. Okay. yeah sorry it's distracting. become like a real subtle I can bring the Moment. penguins over. Oh, oh, that's yeah. okay, man. That's okay. I'm also going to check the camera. It's also like my ADD, so I, I look around all the time, you know? So yeah. it's just like... Your ADD is activating oh, my ADHD. Yay. Hey there, penguins. 
There's the penguins. I'm ducking. Got, we got Pablo, Lo, Mindy, and Escobar. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I guess to answer your question, there is definitely an advantage of um, accepting and acknowledging that the darkness is there because what it's helped me do is learn to help help me love and accept people from all walks of life because mm -hmm. all because not all of us have gotten to be in a luxury state like growing yeah. up some people have been abused some people have been um like cheated on some people have been driven to almost like suicide like all different kinds of messed up things and being in that state of like it tends to be like in the metal and the horror movie loving community it's been like that's their way of coping with it. Yeah. So instead of like being like the monsters that they depict in their films and in their songs, they instead express it through creativity. Yeah. And that in my and that in itself, in my opinion, is very beautiful and it's very, very bold. You know, it's something that's a part of them. Yeah. And one thing like that I've learned is like that. It's something that I've now find fascinating and it's just teaches me like that we need to learn to love and accept each other like wherever we come from you don't necessarily have to love everything like you don't have to love all genres you don't have to uh, of music or books or movies or whatever you don't have to love all these things but maybe be more open-minded about and and we're not just talking genres we're talking people here oh, too absolutely. but be be more open-minded about like where people are coming from about where these genres are coming from about the artistic integrity mm -hmm. of it and of the humanity within people mm -hmm. and i think the more open-minded you become the more peace you gain mm -hmm. in your own life because you're no longer you're no longer freaking out every time someone does something you disagree with or mm -hmm. <laughs> or any of that like i mean we're we're religious right yeah we we belong to the same church for those who don't know the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's the one. Mm -hmm. And we get a reputation for being closed-minded, right? It's stereotypical, like um, Christians in general as well as, but particularly the quote-unquote Mormons. Yeah. And I think to a degree that can be true. Mm -hmm. But the point I was trying to make was that when, when we learn to to accept other people of other walks of life that just makes our faith stronger mm -hmm. because we can then because we then have more peace in our own lives we we're, we're not relying on other people to validate mm -hmm. our faith exactly because it's something that we have now built up with inside ourselves like it's something that we have nourished yeah. and something that we have cherished and the great thing is, is like that I have been able to actually find like more, like I guess, uh, more strength in my own religion through uh, metal music, through rock music, and through like punk because it's very genuine and it's made me, it's given me courage to stand up for what I believe in because like yeah. whether these bands like um, believe in the same thing that that I do, and I know that like probably ninety nine percent of them don't. But 
the thing is like they are genuine and they are headstrong in like their beliefs yeah and, so and you got you got to respect that you got to respect that and so if like if we get that reputation of being like closed-minded or if we have like our hearts set on something and we believe it um that also deserves respect because we're not conforming you know yeah. we're not conforming to a certain kind of ideal you know and that doesn't mean that we have to be closed-minded like i'm not saying that at all but it's just like that in itself kind of deserves respect yeah for somebody who's actively trying to to do their best to do their best in the religion or in the belief system that they have yeah and this is applicable to to anyone not just people of our faith oh, or oh absolutely faith. oh yeah any faith. this is like you can be strong in your foundation of right. who you are and what you believe mm-hmm. while still being open-minded to others and mm-hmm. and that open-mindedness will bring you more peace in your life and more um and probably just more wisdom because you'll be more open to seeing things maybe a little bit differently. Oh, absolutely. Because um, like, none of us know everything. Mm-hmm. None, none of us have it all figured out. And the, the more we're able to draw from other people and their experiences, the more open-minded we are to that. I think the more wisdom we can potentially receive in our own lives. Absolutely. One thing I just like really want to express though is that um with this one you have like with this idea of like um standing up for like what you believe in basically do it because it makes you happy. For all of those who are listening right now, do what makes you happy, okay? Like don't listen to anybody else, don't let anybody tell you what you should think makes you happy do it because you think it because it makes you feel happy you like to listen to country music do it way because it makes you happy if you like to to like go like mountain running or like mountain biking you know why not do it okay if it makes you happy do it if you like making podcasts do it because like the sooner that you can tell yourself like i'm doing this for me and not for somebody else that is very admirable and that's something that is priceless yeah well that's very true kaisen um we could talk all day but uh i think it's this is about the time to wrap it up all right um this this turned out to be a very good discussion we should do this again sometime now yeah dude maybe like a part two or something like part that. two part two or, we'll see you in part two like thank you for being on the podcast oh thank man. you yeah love your absolutely. face dude oh love your face too man Anyway, this has been the Joe Lies Down podcast, not taking life lying down. I love all of your beautiful butts. Uh, You can catch this podcast on YouTube as well as Spotify, Anchor, all the places. Please subscribe and share this with your friends if you haven't already. It really helps the channel. And uh, I'll see y'all in the next one. Love you, doves. Love you, doves.